0: And welcome to this, the Legion of Myth live stream. I am your host, Galax Garth on Marsh. With me, as always, is Brett Heathen Dog Grismer, your co host. Hello, Brett.
1: Hello, Garth, how are you doing?
0: Pretty snazzy today. Everything's been going my way, except for working outside in the yard and getting sweaty. And Who wants to do oh, that when there's me. so many video games to play?
1: Exactly right. And I'd like to say hello to our our viewership, too. I'm sure they're having a great time, all the, all the wonderful Legionnaires out there. If you're watching us on Twitch, thank you very much. If you're catching us on YouTube, then please like and subscribe. Check it out.
0: And if you you're not great. having
1: a wonderful time, you will soon. Yes, because we have some great content. And I'll let Gartham tell you all about it.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say more about people listening on streams and on iTunes and such, but that comes up later. It does. All right, uh, so on this show, we have some fun things going on, I think. We are going to go with... Uh, Heathen Dog's Heathen Dog with anime on the stream. Talking about three or two and a half. How would you call it?
1: Uh, I talk, I'd say it's two and uh, a glimpse into the future.
0: All right, series. And also at Garth's Comic Poll, we're talking about Soup, Spidey, and more. Well, just one other more, but I'm not going to say who it is just yet. A little bit of suspense there. It's not too suspenseful. Uh, then we'll talk about some random stuff, the RNG. Uh, we were kind of kibitzing before the show about it, but we'll go back into it. Uh super exciting things about the Justice League film coming up and whatnot. But let's uh how well your week's been exciting, hasn't it, Brett?
1: I wouldn't say so much exciting as uh painful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, humble viewers, I broke my foot.
0: Did you break your foot upon some heroic deed, perhaps saving someone from being mugged?
1: Well, I've been talking about that story, and my, the, the one I was kicking around that, that made it to uh, second place was uh, there was a woman in an alley, and she was being attacked, and, and this is where it got dark. She she, she, was, you know, she had her clothes getting ripped off, so I came in, and I hammer kicked all of them to death, and in doing so, and the last guy, I hit him just wrong. He died, but I cracked my foot. That's what happened. That's not what happened. No. Uh, I, I rolled it on a child's toy. Was it at least an intimidating child's toy? It was a a Thomas the Tank Engine um, railway car with a battery, a C battery uh, uh, rubber banded inside so it wouldn't come out. If it were just a toy, I'd have been okay. My foot would not have rolled. But batteries, as you know, are cylinders and are smooth on many of their surface areas. So when I hit it, it just went whoop, and it rolled my foot on it, and boom, done.
0: Well, Thomas the Tank Engine is uh, pretty tough. I mean, just the word tank in, right there in his name. Exactly, right? I mean, come on. It's like six inches thick of, of British steel. That's dangerous right there. That sounds like a whole different film. But we're not going to talk about that. Uh, family friendly. Speaking of family friendly, the opinions expressed in this video are solely the opinions of the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Least Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the case use of foul or offensive language. Thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. I was worried you might have a Steely Dan reference coming up, and I don't want that. So, uh, you can check us out on the website of legionofmyth.tv or .com. You can watch our videos. You can leave comments and engage the community via the forums. Everyone loves that. Uh, YouTube, check us out. Uh, YouTube.com, Legion of Myth. We have hundreds of hours of videos. Uh, let's play videos. We have a lot of STO from Heathen Dog. We got Noro doing her World of Tanks arty party. We got Max Liao uh, getting blowed up real good in <laughs> MechWarrior Online. Uh, all of those really fun stuff to watch. Got some great hosts. Uh, as well as other let's play videos of non-online games, which are always fun to watch. I uh, also got Twitch TV, slash just like you could be watching us right now, at this moment. Oh, as long as you're actually listening to this moment. Uh, we can watch our live streams. Oh, we have one every single day of the week now. That's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, it's true. Thanks to you.
0: Well, yes, and me picking up some slack. Well, not slack, but doing a Sunday show. It's not the longest
1: picking show. The, no, no, picking up the back end. that's important.
0: Well, if there's someone who's going to go for the back end, it's going to be me. Wow. All
1: right. What?
0: Someone's got to take care of the back end work. Sure. Okay. Got it. Sinner. Uh, you can check us out on facebook.com. We can do a lot of work there. Uh, Legion of Myth. And also, uh, well, people use Messenger. You can tweet us at Legion of Myth. We're having some fun with that. We've got some good responses there. And who doesn't like Twitter? I don't. But uh, Twitter's okay. I think it serves its purposes. purpose, you know. I think people try and make Twitter more than it is sometimes, you know.
1: Twitter exists to tell you about other stuff.
0: Well, to me, like Twitter is like exchanging billboards. Yeah. yeah, That's really what you're doing. Sure, I get that. You know, if you want any kind of status update on a person's life, that's more like a Facebook thing or like a company. You know, if I want some communication, I want one right over Facebook. If you just want to throw me a quick ad or like, hey, check this out, Twitter's good for that. If you want to say, read this article, Twitter's not the place. Well, no, you can link the article. You can, but I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Not in Twitter. That's just me. All right, let's roll. Let us roll to, uh, on down the river, down the stream, down the anime on the stream. Come on, that was kind of good. That
2: was good.
0: good. (laughs) Are you ready? I am. I am. Brought to you by Heathen Dog.
1: Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, everybody. uh, I have three animes today. Uh, Two of them are special. How special are they? Well, one of them is the end of, I guess you could say, an era, with uh, Naruto Shipp- Shippuden, which is the actual pronunciation. Trust me, I checked. And uh, they they went through their entire run and it ended just last Saturday. The uh, I mean last last Thursday, the twenty third of March, two thousand seventeen. And uh, this uh, this this anime is actually the second anime of the original Naruto. Uh, which started when he was I don't know ten or twelve. It's not like that. He was a child. Yeah, he was a child, and then that that went for a few years, and then had two year time skip, and he came back when he was fifteen. And it go and Naruto Shippuden goes from fifteen to sixteen, which yeah, is yeah. weird. It actually, had because... a pretty good
0: change in tone between the series too. The original oh, yeah, yeah. Well, series they, was they,
1: very they, light. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Now Naruto itself was was mostly light, especially in the beginning. Then it got darker and darker as it went on because. You know, he started to have more and more adult-like responsibility. And then when when Shaputin Sh- when came along, he was older, he had a lot more, uh, I don't know, uh, res- and I don't want to say responsibility again, but uh, stuff that he was expected to handle that was, you know, not for kids anymore. So uh, th- it actually grew with the audience. Yeah, I like Kinda your like- little
0: dark world, Naruto, there.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it-, it grew with the audience. And uh, to, uh, to talk about the the three main characters which you're looking at right now, there's uh, Uzumaki Naruto, which is the uh, guy in the center. And uh, on the left we have uh, Uchiha Sasuke, and on the right we have uh, uh, so- uh, Hirana Sakura. Now all of them uh, uh, were were formed in a team led by uh, uh, their their uh, their sensei Kakashi. Uh, in back in back in Naruto, well. At the end of the Naruto series, Sasuke left left the village, the the the, uh, the the shinobi village, to to go train under a bad guy, because he wanted power. He had to kill his brother. His brother was out there in the world, sucking good folk air, eating food meant for better people. When he needs to be killed. Now the reason he the reason Sasuke had a big big mean on for killing his his older brother, was because his older brother slaughtered. His entire clan, not just his family, his immediate family. Of course, he did slaughter his mom and dad, but uh, he slaughtered his uncles, his aunts, his second cousins, his, his, his fifth nephew twice removed, everyone. He is literally the last uh, Uchiha in the village. Other Well, yeah, his brother wasn't in the village at the time. Exactly, yeah. He left the village after that day. But, but, uh, uh, but his, his brother left Sasuke alive and said, when you have eyes like mine come get me if you're still sore about this well then we'll go round and round and so he grew up orphaned obviously living living in a ghost town because the 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 uchiak clan had their own like blocks in the neighborhood living in this ghost town so every every day he's 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 walking through decaying buildings and such uh getting basically living
0: in a graveyard
1: yeah basically where everyone living, he
0: knows yeah. is buried
1: yeah yeah all the village like like uh, uh went and picked up all the bodies and such <laughs> they didn't want him to do it but uh yeah so so he kept getting madder and madder day by day and they, in the very beginning of naruto they entered uh they they, they graduated uh ninja academy and they and they, they they began their actual true ninja ninja stuff and and he said my only my only dream is to kill my brother and everyone went, um It's kind of dark, but we get it. Yeah, you gotta have goals. Yeah, you gotta have goals. And as far as you know, taking out a mass murderer—that's a pretty good one, I guess. You know. But uh, at at the at the end of Naruto, um, he 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 ran from the village because because of uh, of another former former Leaf Village shinobi, Orochimaru, uh, told him, "Hey, I got power. I can teach it to you." You could you could get more powerful than you could kill your brother. What do you want out of it? Well, one day I might I might steal your body for my own. But if you're if you're strong enough, you can defeat me. Well, sweet. And he goes, you know what? That sounds fair. I'll do that. And you know, thanks for
0: the info up front, like you know, body stealing thing. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. Orochimaru is is like the devil. You does not lie. He'll tell you exactly what's, what's going to happen, but he thinks he's going to win. <laughs> so he doesn't care if you know or not. Like the, like uh, all, all, all the Bond villains tell you about, about the evil plan because they think you can do nothing about it. And, you know, they always lose, but Hiroshima came close. <laughs> I mean, he was oh, yeah, he right. came pretty close. <laughs> he was almost right. I mean, it was touch and go there for a while. Anyway, um, Shippeton started after after a two-year time skip after that event. Uh Naruto left the village for 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 special training with a with a a very very uh, famous shinobi. And when he when he came back he was much stronger. He he still didn't have a whole lot of jutsu or a whole lot of different different uh, ninja techniques, but the ones he did use especially especially cloning himself, he got super good at I mean, uh, he he was able to clone himself like, something like a hundred times at at once. So you know, it was 101 Naruto's punching now. Yeah,
0: I liked how actually they used that to like to accelerate his training.
1: Yes, yes, and in 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 Shippuden, they did that. They had him uh, they had him uh, split off into like 12 or 20 clones, and each clone would would try a different a different way to advance a technique, and then he would cancel the clones. And the main, the main body, the real person would gain all of that information. So he was learning 12 to 20 times faster than a regular person. So that helped because he's he's a little slow learner. He's not dumb. He just has most of the time concentration <laughs> issues. But uh, uh, th- throughout this throughout this whole thing, his whole goal was to get Sasuke back. Sasuke is his friend. It would always be his friend. I mean th- that's just the way that's the way this that's the way this kid is. I mean right. when he makes a friend it's forever. You know th- this this person would would have to, you know, literally kill people you love for that for that fact to change. Just fighting you isn't going to change that. Like he almost killed Naruto at the at the end of at the end of the Naruto series. Almost right. almost killed him. But still he's like, "Nope, I got to get him back." He's just he's just being dumb. I can bring him back. But before I get in, into, into the middle ending of Ship It, and I'll give you the, the, uh, the uh, take on this, the, the whole the, the list, it uh, uh, can only be found on Hulu as of this moment. Um, the studio is Perot, the, it was licensed by Viz Media. The original network was TXN, which is TV Tokyo. The English networks are Cartoon Network, Neon Alley, and Animax Asia. Uh, and what D- Disney XD had has for a while too, so did Adult Swim. It ran from uh, February fifteenth, two thousand seven to March twenty third, twenty seventeen, for a total of five hundred episodes. Now, five hundred is a pretty odd number to start on. You gotta wonder that they kind of shot for that. I think they did.
0: I would think so. That's kind of a conv- yeah, you know, just a kind of
1: coincidence to end on that. Yeah. I mean it's it's a pretty good run. Five hundred episodes, that's that's a good deal. That's a pretty amazing run for any series. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh like like we were saying earlier uh Naruto was for those the kids who were 10 12 years old and then that went on for a year or two and then Shippuden uh started with Naruto being four fourteen 14 or 15 and that went on until he was 16 and uh the the way they did the time skip was you can follow along you know you can grow with the character as the character grows now they had a problem in this one and uh I call it the the uh Dragon Ball Z conundrum
0: uh, uh once you blow up a planet you got to blow up two planets
1: yeah yeah uh, they had a really, really bad power creep in this one that really was was uncontrollable. Uh, for example, I'm going to go with Naruto first and then and then Sasuke and and then and then Sakura. Naruto, when he was a baby, he had one of the nine most powerful uh spirits in the world shoved into his body. It's a very right. Japanese thing to do.
0: Well it was like putting it in a prison, essentially.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, that, that that's what Japanese people do to spirits. Because because Japanese spirits are hella scary. I mean, uh, you don't win against a Japanese spirit. You you shove it into a frog or a little girl or something like that, and you hope to God that frog or girl doesn't die. And when when it does, you gotta do it all over again.
0: Well, look at it, Japanese vampires, their heads with their organs hanging out behind them.
1: Ew. That's true. Yes, it's nasty. It's crazy. So they they, they shove this spirit into this into this little kid. All right. And then they ostracize him. So he, he, but he doesn't. He doesn't grow up angry because people slowly, one first one, then more, start to acknowledge him, and uh, this, this, uh, uh, this, this, this lets him stay a good person. Yes. And over over time, uh, he he would hit obstacles like uh, the the main the first obstacle was so there's a group out there that wants to suck the. The suck the uh, the spirit demon out of you to use for their own ends. We can't have that. He's like, well, it's then it would be out of me though. I mean, I don't like it in me. Yeah, but w- once you're a host to a spirit, you die when it's taken out. Oh. Well, I'm against that. Yeah, let's let's call that Plan Z. So, uh, so he had to get training to get better, and he he got the training. He got was he was able. He was taught how to harness nature energy. Now, nature energy is is the energy all around you it's all around all living things because it's kind of like the force you
0: know I said, is it an energy field yeah. generated by all living creatures
1: yes it is it is basically explained very much like the force now the cool thing about this is it increases all of your all of your physical abilities tremendously and you never tire while you have nature energy in you. the only problem is you can't collect nature energy unless you are not moving so it's not good in a, in a prolonged fight. You got yeah. about five minutes of, of battery time in you, and then you're done. Now you found ways around that and stuff. But anyway, this this made him the most powerful ninja in the village at 14, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pr- pretty sweet. Yeah, but now you're like, oh man, he's the most powerful ninja in the village now. Uh, he's only 14, and we're not even. And he 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 fought one bad guy well it was actually one guy who is in six bodies but no one else in this village in this village could beat him he did okay now he, we go on we go on more now an even uh an even bigger threat comes up he needs more power than nature energy can give well uh he he finds another Jinchiriki. with the the Jinchiriki is the is the term they use for people with the with the spirit demons inside them and uh, he he meets another one and says, like, "Hey, I I made friends with mine. I mastered the power, and it's immense. You gotta do the same thing." He's like, "Well, this guy is inside me. Sucks. I mean, he's angry like all the time." You're talking about the guy at the sand, right? No, 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 He he. I thought he didn't, that was after. He, that, yeah. he never made made friends with his guy. He never well, did. no, he didn't. Yeah, no, he did not. But uh, no, this is I'm trying uh, to remember Killer that guy's B. name.
0: I actually, ended up kind of liking him. Gara. Yeah, at first I hated his character. I ended up kind of liking yes. him.
1: Yeah, he he came cool toward the end. But uh, uh killer bee uh, uh from the from the uh, village hidden in the something the lightning or something I don't know like that. But anyway, uh ta- taught him how to make make friends with the with the beast inside him and he was able to access the full powers of of the uh of the of the spirit inside him, which made him even more powerful. And then he learned how to how to mix the two. He learned how to add nature energy to to his to his spirit spirit kaiju uh chakra to make it even more powerful cuz why wouldn't you Exactly so and then at the end of the series he had he had chakra with energy from all nine beasts inside him all at once Wait wait he had nine beasts or something No seven? no no he had he had one one full beast and then a little bit of all the other eight That's kind of convenient Yeah so Now, he is one of the two most powerful ninjas on the planet. Now, the number two is Sasuke. Sasuke left to go train under Orochimaru. He got mad strong real fast. Like, oh, in in, in the two-year time skip, Naruto got maybe twice as strong. No, Sasuke got four or five times as strong. And he was already stronger than Naruto. He was already stronger than Naruto, by a little bit, but already stronger. Uh, And then... Then he fought his brother, all right, and he defeated his brother, took his brother's eyes, had his eyes implanted into his own head. Now this is a thing with the whole with the whole Uchiha uh, bloodline. They they have they have a, a a bloodline ability to where when when they when they uh, have great loss, they their eyes change to what they call a Sharingan, and a Sharingan lets you follow any kind of physical movement. It a lot it, it greatly in increases a uh, uh, um, uh, ninja skills like mesmerism or illusion and you, you can instantly look look at someone's chakra and figure out what they're going to do next like are they going to throw a fireball are they going to create a water tunnel a wind a wind thing whatever you can see that building inside their body and, and take appropriate actions to begin with and then after that when, when when if you kill the person you love your eyes change again to the Mangenko Sharangan. Now this this uh, uh, this is specific to the person, uh, since uh, um, since Sasuke is, is very much his, his his you know his his, his, his brother's little brother. Um, they they both got got the ability to create uh, black flames that consume anything they touch and can never be put out except by the person who summoned them. Super powerful. Now, the problem is that the more you use your Mangeko uh the poorer your eyesight becomes. Your literal eyesight, so you start to go blind. Unless you take your brother's eyes and put them in your head, and now you're cured, and you'll never go blind again. That's so you... that's like literally written down? Oh, unless you yes. take, kill
0: your brother, take his eyes.
1: Seriously, that is literally – no, you don't have to kill him.
0: Oh, okay. But
1: if he dies, you can take his eyes. Well, that's convenient. And then you're fine. Or you could let him live and just take his eyes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you just take his eyes and let him live. That's entirely possible too. But usually people, people fight that enough to where you gotta kill him first. I would anyway. think so. Unless yes. they're like
0: incredibly, you know, you know, reasonable or you know well, and well dispossessed. Yeah, I don't I don't know anyone
1: I don't know anyone that reasonable. But uh, um he he took his brother's eyes, put them in his own head, and now now he has his brother's ability of the uh what's it called? Uh, Susano. And what that is, you actually create uh a, a kaiju of your own consisting of, of, your, of your chakra that is all but indestructible, incredibly destructive, and literally the only other person in the, in the history of the Uchiha clan that mastered it besides Sasuke was Amadura. Was a, a it's like two, 300 years ago, he was the greatest Uchiha uh, ninja ever, literally ever. And he was never beaten. So Sasuke now has that, and then at the end of the series, not only does he have that, but he uh, his his uh, what was it? his left eye changed to the Renegon, which is which is the power that was previously only held by the the greatest ninja to ever live, the 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 uh, Sage of the Six Pass, the only guy to actually have all nine demon monsters inside his body at the same time. So he's got that level of power. Sas. Uh, uh, which is which is you know godlike. That's a little OP. Yeah, a little OP. <laughs> they they are the epitome of OP. Now Sakura is is a, a top top shelf shinobi. Nowhere near these two, but she is she is uh, she is great and around. In the beginning, she was absolutely worthless. I hated her as a character in in Naruto. She was she was so ineffectual. It was deadly being around her because everyone wants to protect her even though she can't protect herself and you're going to die because of it. Suck right. you Sakura, suck you. But uh in 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 Shippuden she actually learns how to use her her extremely fine chakra control to greatly increase her her physical strength to a point where she could, you know, knock down foot uh, foot thick brick walls in one well, punch.
0: Well, I mean Sakura is a great ninja, but I mean, you got to think of it in these terms. I mean, look at George Harrison and the Beatles. He was fantastic, but He's in a group with you know two of the most talented musicians you know
1: right or, right yeah ever yeah. You're, so yeah and and uh, at at the end of this thing everyone including Sakura realized that, yes I'm always going to be in the, in these guys shadows but at least I'm good enough to stand close enough to be in their shadow
0: right it's one of the like people can say that you're always going to be in the mountain shadow that's just how it is
1: yes exactly but you know hey I'm the guy I'm the I'm the girl closest to the mountain all right so there you go that that's fine now. Uh, after, after the end battle they fought the greatest enemy ever in the history of the planet and won and then the uh no no um, the the originator of all chakra was was reincarnated and wanted to take all the chakra back into herself because because she, she thought that you know people shouldn't have it anymore I, I made a mistake you shouldn't have it
0: oh man that was and, my plan for I got older
1: yeah, yeah, but uh um this this caused everyone to die. So Well, yeah. Yeah, so they they had to stop that noise. Well, they did. They and uh them working together sealed her away again. And then uh Naruto's like, "Okay, well, um uh everyone go back about your business. Everything's fine." And then and then uh Sasuke is like, no, no, everything's not fine. We got to kill all these tail beasts. We got to kill you because you got tail beasts inside you, and then we got to we got to fix all this so nothing like this can ever happen again. Now it's like, whoa, whoa, man! I thought we were on the same side. No, I want to protect the world, and you want to have things as usual. But usual does not work for me. So this this is how it's going to happen. So they fought, and they fought to a standstill. Literally, they literally tore each other's arms off at the end. And then the whole a way to go. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, they're lying next to each other, unable to move. Without arms. Uh, well, no, they, they they each took one of their arms. Oh, okay. So so they have one. Uh, but they, yeah, each one of them lost their dominant arm. And uh, Sa- and Sasuke said, "Okay, okay, you know what? I give. Fine, you're my friend. I'm sorry. Uh, when uh, if, when when I die from the eventual blood loss, you can take my eye, put it in you." and you'll be able to to free the, the monsters that I, that I imprisoned and threatened to kill. He's like, no man, don't be stupid. You are my friend, I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna be okay, everything's gonna be cool. And it was. Uh, then at that point, I'm thinking, what can they do now? How are they gonna continue? That was literally the baddest of the bad. I mean, they, they, they had a Dragon Ball Z up to now. And if, if you watch Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Super, they're just going nuts. Are they blowing up solar systems now? Yes, blowing up solar systems and stuff. I mean, come on, man! Now, 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 universes are gonna get ex- extinguished. Jesus, man! I mean, sure, it's fun show, but it's getting ridiculous. And so they—that's when they decide to stop. The remaining episodes from that moment till the end, last Thursday, was just all about Rockley. No, 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 no. Uh, well, there was a couple episodes of were all about Rockley, but all about the other characters moving on. You know what? What are they doing now? They had an episode for each one of them, and then they had a whole, a whole like string of three or four episodes about Naruto's wedding. At the very last, the the the, the very last uh, episode was moments before Naruto was getting married to Hinata. I knew it, those wacky it, kids we get together. Yeah, yeah, I knew you knew it. And then we get a ten or twelve year time skip to, to... the next slide. I was waiting for you to say it. Uh, Boruto or Bo, or yeah, Boruto. Yes, yeah, this is very nice. Yeah. Boruto Naruto Next Generations. Also only found on Hulu, but not found yet. Will be found on April 5th. That's when that's when this is going. That's when this is going to drop. The uh, studio is also Pro, also licensed by Viz Media, also by TV Tokyo. And the original run, obviously, April fifth to whenever, whenever it stops. You
0: know, this could be the saddest series ever when you think about it. How's that? This, is, all right. This is a series. I'm boruto too. I'm going to be the greatest ninja ever. You show, they show up to school. I'm going to be the greatest ninja. No, you're not. Yes, I, I, we've seen your father. We we saw. Yeah, you know, yeah we know about your yeah. father. No. Unless you're you, you bench
1: could, pressing, you could be the second greatest ninja. No, no. We Maybe got you was third. You could be no, third. We got, we got, third, third. Yeah, you could possibly be the third greatest ninja.
0: Maybe. Uh, if you suck the juice out of your dad and your uncle, then you know.
1: All maybe right, so. maybe fine. Okay, now in uh, in the beginning, you, you you find out that that Naruto in the in this in these years has become Hokage, the seventh Hokage. The Hokage is the is the leader of the ninja village, the the Fire Shadow. Well, so in the first episode, Naruto did say he was going to be Hokage, and he he made it. He made it. Um and uh, his uh, his his son Baruto, Boruto sorry is uh, um i believe in the series he's still in the ninja academy he hasn't graduated yet so they they're probably going to run stories that are very in the first season at least that are very parallel to Naruto's upbringing because his his classmates are uh Sakura and Sasuke's daughter and right. and Orochimaru's uh, genetic clone, because you know, no, because yeah, no one would hook up with that guy. He's like, he's like, uh, uh, Voldemort level creepy. He had to make his own kid. He had him. Head. He had to make his own kid, and at 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 the end of of uh, Shippuden, he made a peace with the with the village, and he's allowed there back. He's allowed back there every once in a while. You know, whatever. You know, Naruto was very no. He helped a lot. Let him stay everyone loved Naruto. It's like, all right, let him stay. Okay, whatever. But, uh, and you, you have, you have a children of, uh, of the main characters of the, of the previous generation into this one. Uh, They're, they're literally all around. And, uh, and apparently they, they're striking up the same friendships. Like the the whole family friend thing is, is, uh, is prevalent. And that I understand because, you know, Naruto and, and Shikamaru and and Sakura, uh, all of them are going to hang out because they're friends and so their kids are going to hang out just by default and they only got one school. So they're going to go there too. So yeah, they're gonna hang out. Cause they, they know each other. I get it. And it's, it, it's, it's going to jump from there. And I believe that at least the first season is going to be very, very close to uh, to, uh, to, to, Naruto's first season. Now they do, they do have a, a, a Boruto movie that is, uh, is, is not series canon, but, uh, in, in that movie, Boruto hates his dad hates him cuz he's never there. He's always doing Hokage crap. Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's he's missing his, his his little sister's his daughter's birthdays. He's a he's never actually, you know, checked up on him, how you doing, to take an interest in his life. Uh, Hinata says, yeah, this is a Hokage's job. He has to do this and and Bro's like, "Screw that. He, no way. Man, he's got to well, be a dad too."
0: In Naruto's defense, he grew up without parents. So Yeah, so
1: so he's not going to be a very good one out, out of the gate, right? does have do a lot that. of
0: positive role models. His only exactly, positive role yeah. model was the Hokage. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So he's going to do that as best he could. So, but you know, and plus Naruto, he uh, he he ended the fourth Great Ninja War. It's kind of like World War II, and and everyone is tired of fighting. There's no great menace anywhere. So Boruto, for his life, and, and his generation has never seen Naruto get serious in a fight. And I get it, because when Naruto gets real serious, the landscape changes.
0: The landscape? Right. Like, you mean literally the landscape? we are just talking yes, about, like... Yes.
1: You have to redraw maps after he gets serious in a oh. fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, uh, he's never seen that, so he just thinks his dad's a, a pencil-neck paper pusher. Well, uh, a, a big bad comes who, ta-da, wants the, wants the, uh, the the, the co- co- cool little spirit inside Naruto, but they they attack during during ninja exams where they where the ninjas if they pass they get to advanced levels well this is a spectator event I mean the place is filled with with the villagers from all over the land and they attack and the Naruto has to get Sears right there to protect all the people including his son who he's standing in front of at the moment and and Bosa looks around and goes holy crap. What the what is this? Because now he, he's surrounded in in flames that don't hurt, that that are that are like you know enterprise level force fields. They're sprouted all over the all over the arena, protecting everybody, including him. Uh, Jutsu being bashed against it, bashed against it, and nothing happening. And then then finally this this giant uh, black ball of energy comes flowing down, and Naruto's like, uh oh, this this one might get through. Sasuke touches his shoulder. And then a uh, 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 Susanoo sheath goes go, uh, go, goes goes around the energy thing and and defends defends against this. Well, uh, Naruto get, gets taken. Brauto feels like a just a d bag because you know he he thought he thought all these things he thought about his dad was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. He he wasn't able to hear the stories before. Now he does. So, so he and, and and Sasuke, because Sasuke has been training Boruto to "quote unquote" beat my father one day. When re- really Sasuke was training him to understand his father. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, so he and and uh, uh, for the, all the other Kage go go to go to free him. And he sees, for the first time, he sees his father and his uncle Sasuke fight all out, and he his jaw is on the floor. He is struck dumb because this is like, you know, uh God, Godzilla level power here.
0: Well, I remember with the original series they talked about like Hokage
1: level. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is beyond Hokage level power level because they, they are. I mean Well, it, even
0: in that series, like they were stunned every time they saw anything of that level.
1: Yes, yes. And when 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 you saw a Hokage fight, people were like, Oh, damn. I would just die walking around that. I would just die. I mean, he wouldn't have to target me just kind of around me, and I'd be vaporized. Be collateral this, damage. Yeah, this is beyond that. I mean, uh, it, it's entirely possible that Naruto and or Sasuke could beat all other, all the four hokage combined in a fight. Both of them together, there's no there's, they don't shot. There's no chance. Right. Yeah, but uh, that, that, that's how the movie ended, and uh, if I, I think the series is going to be along that vein, except you're going to have to wait for that revelation much longer. You know, the, he's going to have the same revelation about his father, but it's going to it's going to take much more time because it's a series, man. It's a TV series. It's not a, right, you can't right, right. cram all that in, into into the first couple episodes. That'd be craziness. But uh, that's what's going to happen. So all of you who, uh, who think, oh, it's just going to be a rehash of, of Naruto when he was a kid, you know, all, all the characters are basically the same. They're just children of the characters we, we, we saw before. For the first season, you're probably going to be right. You're probably going to be right. But the first season of anything sucks. You know?
0: Uh, Next Generation. Well, well, the first season of Next Generation sucked.
1: Sucked. First season sucked. Half of the second season sucked, too. Um, What else? What else?
0: First season of Enterprise. The first season of every Star Trek series sucked.
1: First season of every Star Trek series sucked. You're right. Even DS9, especially Voyager
0: oh especially voyager oh yeah, especially voyager God. but yeah
1: the first season it, the the voice actors are going to are going to are going to get their pacing right the the animators are going to get their 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 drawing straight the uh the 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 uh, story writers are going to find ways to branch out to get into new territory to take it another way you so you got two choices you just you hang in there you watch it you you watch it for the nostalgia un, un, until until it takes a turn, or you don't watch it. And when people start talking about it, that's great. Jump on the bandwagon, do it. It's great, do it then. But please, don't don't crap on it yet. You don't know. Was the first season of Walking Dead any good? First season of Walking Dead, I thought was pretty good. The the the, the first season of the spinoff series. What was it called? Fear it the, the Walking, Walking Dead. Dead? Fear the Walking Dead, I didn't like. I, I, I thought the world died too fast. And, and it, 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 did, it didn't give me enough of a, of a timeline of w- what happened and how it happened and how fast it happened. It just happened super fast. Like, like you, you went to sleep one night, you woke up, and what the heck happened to everybody? What's wrong with that guy? You know, like that. You know, I, 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 thought, I thought I wanted more of a buildup. I wanted more of that. I, 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 wanted, I wanted a slow train wreck, not, not an instant Amtrak catastrophe. But yeah, anyway, that's that, that's what that's what Boruto is. Check it out. April fifth on Hulu. I don't I don't think I don't think you're gonna be mad. I I, I don't think you're mad at it. I think you're like it. Alright.
0: Well our I don't have Hulu, one. but yeah.
1: You know. Hey, oh, what is
0: our, our last one?
1: Our last one is uh All Noah Zero.
0: Wait, it's not Naruto? No. Are there ninjas?
1: No, there are no ninjas. This is such We're, a diversion. Don't,
0: I don't know if I can I know, it.
1: right? All Noah Zero. This one can be found on Hulu and Netflix. And as you can see, it's it's all giant mechs. I it's like inspired. giant mechs. I know you do. I know you do. Lots of people do, and I understand it. Uh, the studio is A1 Pictures, Troika, uh, licensed by Hanabi, Aniplex of America, and Anime Limited. Original network is Tok- Tokyo MX and ATX. Uh, original run was July fifth, two 2014 to March 28, 2015 for a total of 24 episodes. Okay. This is based... In, uh, in an alternate timeline starting in starting in 1972 all right I just want to get I just want to get get that straight the the the, the time the, the timeline of, of this series and us splits then all right? in 1972 uh, a hypergate kind of like a stargate was, was discovered on the moon and uh well this 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 made the the space program get a whole crap ton of money as you would think it would and they actually, you know, uh, built built a base around this thing, and found out that found out how to turn it on. When you turn it on, you went to Mars. It was a hypergate to Mars. Now, not just red Mars. Oh God, now I'm in sand and dying. No, it it went underneath Mars into into a previously into a previously their civilization, which was much more advanced, yet now extinct. And uh, so they decided to send send some settlers there. Who were also scientists and you know so they could study it, and hopefully Earth can recreate this technology well uh the uh, the settlers there decided, no, screw that we're just going to take this for ourselves and didn't share it with anyone, and actually went to war with Earth using this advanced technology, even though there was far less of them they were on the they were on the verge of winning because their technology was so much more advanced you know Earth Earth had to create mechs. To match these hyper advanced Gundam type mechs that that could be could be pumped out on the on the Mars factories, which were still working all right, so they were fighting for control of a hypergate when it exploded, blowing up a quarter of the moon and creating a giant debris field, and lots of I mean, loss of life on both sides, so much so that the continuing the war at this point was not was not doable, so a, a ceasefire was drawn up. Um, because, uh, all of the, all of the ships that were, that were in, in orbit around earth from Mars did not have FTL capability or even close to FTL capability. So they didn't, they didn't want to spend, you know, nine, 10 months going back to Mars. So they just, they just, they were in constant communication with Mars. So like, we'll, we'll just stay here and we'll, we'll make, make sure the earth people don't, don't get a bug up their butt. And while we're not looking, make, make ships of their own and bomb us from orbit or some other crap. So that's been going on since about 2001. And you, now, now you, you come up to now, which is the, which is the now and the thing. Now, uh, all, all of the kids, all of the high, high school kids in the world have to be taught, are mandatory, at least in Japan, taught to, to operate these, these mechs, which, which they call cataphracts. So, you know, you are, everyone is a reservist. Because because Mars could attack at any moment. This isn't a this isn't this isn't peace. It's a ceasefire. It's like I promise to stop shooting if you promise to stop shooting. Yeah,
0: like the situation in Korea.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, North Korea and South Korea—they're still at war. They just haven't shot each other for a while. That's all. <laughs> so that, that's Mars... why I deserve a Korean War ribbon because I was there for the war. Yeah, there you go. In the year two thousand. Yep. So. Uh, um... Every everyone of 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 age of 15 or 16 and higher is a reservist. You can be called into duty at any time, so you got to know how to do this stuff. All right. The the uh, the lead uh, the the main character is uh, Kaizuka in Inaho. Ugh, very very awful name to say. Inaho. Inaho.
0: That sounds but, like uh, a Native American name.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't it? But uh, this this kid, it, it doesn't say it ex- explicitly. It doesn't really even imply it but he's got asperger's i mean he has he has trouble recognizing what emotion people have he's very analytical he's he's very factual he doesn't pick up uh, emotional cues i know no one like that yeah i know you like that <laughs> but uh he's he is the he's the the little brother of uh of a uh warrant officer who actually graduated and decided to go into the military i mean you get automatically accepted in the military because you have military skills i mean for the last three years, you've been training to fight Mars people. So yeah, we're going to take it. So they, they took her fine. So she's going to have that a his, her career, but then, uh, Mars sends its, it's a uh, Royal princess to, to have peace talks first time since, since 2000, Pete, the word peace talk has ever come up and been serious. So they, they said, she goes to earth, she's in a motorcade. It's great. See her waving. Oh, it's great. Suddenly, it's 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 attacked by by surface-to-surface missiles. Her car's blown up. Suddenly, it's war. Uh, all 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 these floating floating space station calls uh, called castles start plummeting to Earth. Dig itself in the ground. Enemy forces just all over the world attack simultaneously. Vengeance for their fallen princess. And 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 suddenly, Inoho is is like, oh, I got to get to a shelter. So he he uh, he he, and he finds some of his classmates. They they, they find a military vehicle and uh they're they're going to a shelter the, they're blocked off from the shelter because of horrible horrible fighting. They actually pick up a girl who speaks weird Japanese, says she's from Sweden or some other junk. She's actually the princess she wasn't in the she wasn't in the motorcade because she was ill, having never experienced earth gravity before oh, she, sense. she needed a minute, so they put a body double in there, but she's cut off from communication because because p- part of the mars attack was you can't no one's going to be able to contact mars for a while so they they, they scrambled all of earth communication that all the mars people think she's dead so she just can't walk up to one and go hey i'm not i'm not a decoy or anything i'm the real president so no real prince dead smush you know so she's got to find a way to contact her people to stop this war that shouldn't be happening and that's the beginning of the movie now uh, beginning begin the series sorry and uh, uh in i I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna talk about his his progress in this because it because in a time of war, you want someone with very little emotion, very analytical, able to do things that would make other people kind of wince.
0: Well, yeah, sometimes you would want that, I can see, yeah.
1: Yes, in war, that guy's the hero.
0: Well, you so want the guy now, who's willing to say, Well, we if we'll save a hundred by losing twenty, let's do that.
1: Yep. Or or able to able to keep his head in a situation, come up with a plan and, and execute it using using people perfectly like no you go here you go there you do this when i give this signal sure one of them might die i don't got to tell them that that's not that's not that's not integral to the plan succeeding but you're you're you have no emotion you're not rattled they're a little rattled you're horribly confident they're going to follow you that's exactly what happens and so he he actually he actually is instrumental in defeating the first uh mars cataphract that anyone has defeated ever since, since the war. Oh, wow. So they, they, uh, they, they, you know, say, Hey, you're, you're, you're drafted, buddy. You're already in the (laughs) reserves. Now, now you're full time. And, uh, and so he gets better and better and better as he gets, as he gets more used to it. Now he's got experience, not, not just hypothetical situations. He's got actual situations to draw, to draw information from. He gets better and better and better at it. Well, he, he he finds out that, that that she's the princess. He's like, okay, well, we got it. We got to get you to someplace strong enough to beat the jamming. Okay, so let's do that. And uh, he he tells the captain and no one else, the captain of the ship that they're on. Hey, we got to do this, so, you know, because she's maybe she can stop the war. It's like, okay, well, I can't tell anyone about that, but I'll try and do that. Like, Great. So the war it gets weird. Now uh, remember uh, a couple of the series I talked about that. Bad guys – sometimes bad guys become good guys. Good guys become bad guys for no reason, and I hate it. I freaking hate it. But when a good guy becomes a bad guy or a bad guy becomes a good guy and it's, it's natural flow, you see it happening. You're like, yeah, I get that. I love that. That's good writing. Yes, you know, it's absolutely. It's really great writing. I know. And there's, there's one character named Slain Troyard. Now he and his father went to Mars – you know, after after the the whole Mars cutoff thing in 2001, in a ship, in in a very very small ship, to to slip by the, the the Mars castles detection, to to try and try and talk, you know, reason with the Martians because they weren't talking, no one was talking to each other.
0: That's well, just, that's just sad.
1: Yeah, the the the, the ship crashed on Mars. The Martians saved it. His dad died, but he lived. He was taken into into slavery by by one of the one of the Martian families. And since he had great knowledge of Earth, uh, he he was going to be uh, the the uh, princess's teacher, and then go with her to Earth to to help her adjust to customs and things and stuff like that. So uh, he wasn't he wasn't in the in the vehicle, but he was somewhere else. He thought he thought he thought that was her because he wasn't told about the super secret switch-out. So originally he's a good guy. He loves the princess. But he, he the more humans he gets to know, the more he starts to hate humans. And I understand because the humans he meets – see, I hate all French people. The reason being is because I have met nine French-born people, and all of them were horrible. <laughs> so every – French, 100% of the French people I have met were awful. So now I have it on my head that all French people are awful. It's not true. It can't be true. But I feel it. One well, would hope not. Depends exactly. how many French people you've met. Exactly. Now, same same thing, same thing with Slane. Every single human being has either been horrible or tried to kill him, or more like more than likely both. So he starts fighting for the Martians. All right. So Makes he switched sense. out. Yeah, he switched out. Now he's still fighting for the princess, but he believes the princess would be better off if all the humans were dead and Mars took over Earth. And then she would be safe for like ever. In in his head, that's think, a completely yeah, yeah, rational it, yeah. rational idea. And uh, the, yeah, yeah. And uh, as 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 it as it goes on, uh, uh, both both uh, Inaho and Slain uh, go m- rise in the ranks of their respective organizations, higher and higher and higher. Until until it comes to a head, like it's 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 Inaho against Slain. The winner's gonna win. The, the loser the loser side's gonna lose, and that's it. And I'm not going to tell you. It might surprise you. I'm not going to tell you who wins, but uh, that that's the last episode. So I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil that thing. That's just dumb. Yeah. But uh, yeah, those uh those those are my three. Now I didn't give you uh star star ratings. Uh, Na- Na- no, Naruto, Naruto Naruto Shippuden, uh, I have to give uh, three and a half out of five stars. I would have given it four, but uh, no, I I really wanted Naruto to to get better at the at the at the finer uh of ninja abilities, you know, that every everyone else seems to take for granted. He just can't, he just can't do. He fumbles through. He he just gets super good at the easy stuff that, he, that is, that is right down his alley. It's in his wheelhouse. He doesn't expand his wheelhouse. He just strengthens his wheelhouse. I wish they would have done that, but you know, may, maybe they will. In Boruto, Boruto, I can't give a star rating to obviously, because it's not out yet. Very true. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll give an NA out of five stars. And, uh, um, I'll know a zero. The writing is, is really good. It's not spectacular. It's really good. The animation is also really good. The character development is excellent. I mean, uh, all, all of the, all of the supporting characters are given a healthy backstory. You know, all, all, all the adults, you understand how their career started and it's not shoehorned in it's, it's organically flow throughout the, throughout the, a, a really good story building experience. I love it. It's great. It's more than enough to keep me watching. But everything else is is, is so good. You could pick one, and it's enough to keep you watching. So I, I got to give that four and a half out of five. Oh wow, nice. Yeah. And I took way too long. Wow, I went over by like what fifteen twenty minutes.
0: Nah, it's just the two of us tonight.
1: Just oh, that's true. That's us. true. That's
2: right.
0: So I let you keep team. going. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, well, um, that's my thing. And thank you very much for listening, everyone out there. I hope I hope you. Hope you got some knowledge. Hope you took something away from it that you liked. I hope you took something away from me that you didn't like. Tell me about them both in the comments, and then I will respond. I promise you, I'm not joking. I will respond. Unless your comments seem to come from someone who lives under a bridge, then I'm not going to respond. But healthy comments, good or bad, I'm there for you. Don't worry about it.
0: Heathen Dog gives you much love, people. That's right. All right. Thank you very much for that. And as always, you can follow Heathen Dog on his usual legion with live streams, which he does twice a week. And also, we appreciate all of your positive or negative, mainly positive comments. If you've liked this segment, and you should, if you're man, if you're an individual of discerning taste, then, you know, let us know. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, go to iTunes, give us a like. We like that. Let us know. Uh, if you don't like it, let us know. Uh, maybe uh maybe we'll fix that. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just crazy. Everyone's a little crazy. But thank you very much, Heathen Dog.
1: You are very welcome.
0: So now, ladies and gentlemen, let us go to our next segment. What segment is that? Let's try and figure it out. <laughs> Yes, it's Garthon's Comic Pool, where I, Garthon, review three comic books that came out this week and tell you whether or not you should buy them. Um, Because you can still buy them, they're still there, you know. Maybe there's a series you're thinking of, maybe not. But anyway, let's talk about our first book this week. First book is Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number five. Written by Jerry Conway, Uh, art by Nathan Stockman. Uh, new artist now for this series, it looks like, and uh, he's doing all right. I'm not mad at him. I think it's pretty good. Uh, cover artist Ryan Stegman, who's been doing art previously. Uh, so, this series, for those not in the know, basically takes the I, well, takes the terrible, terrible, uh, one more day uh, event that happened in the Basin part of comics about gosh four years ago now, tosses it out the window, and says no. Uh, Spider-Man and Mary Jane are still married, and they had a kid. And they are a happily married couple. That's right. And they're still living together. So, alternate world. Um, but it is... This comic is Spider-Man as it should have been right now, essentially. Okay? Not the terrible crap that Amazing Spider-Man has turned into, because Brian Slott... Not Brian Slott... Anyway, Slott needs to stop writing Amazing Spider-Man. He's done. He was good. He's done. Get him out of there. Okay? He's pitched eight innings. He's done. He, you know, you got to get him out. The other team is just going to home run you all night. It's time to pull him, put him in the relief pitcher right now. I did a sports analogy. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I, that was that freaked me out.
0: And it was accurate.
1: Yeah, but you only, you only knew about that by watching Major League.
0: Well, well, yeah, sort of. Yeah, well, you know, mostly. Just because I get all my life philosophy from Charlie Sheen is no reason to judge me.
1: Well, maybe a little. Maybe a little. Maybe a little bit.
0: Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, uh, this series, like I said, uh, Mary Jane and Peter Parker are married. They are happily married. Um, They have a daughter uh, who's named after Aunt May, and they are very happy. uh, Her name is, oh, was it uh, Annie May Parker? Annie May? Yep.
1: Is she from South Carolina?
0: No, she's not from South Carolina. Her middle name is May. Her name's Annie. Okay. But the... Anyway. This, to me, is more like what The Amazing Spider-Man should be right now. It has some drama. It has some light action. It has interesting characters you care about. Um, it has Peter Parker kind of in that situation where he... The character works best. He's trying. He's doing okay, but somehow things just don't always quite work out perfectly, but they still kind of work out. Right? Right. It's a fun story because it actually introduces a good old-fashioned. It's no, it's not saving the world or the universe or the multiverse or the Spider Verse or whatever verse you got. Uh, it's you know, it's Tuesday night and his daughter's hopping up and down, saying it's family fun night, and they're like, oh, you know, we just fought some bad guys, we're tired. Family fun night, you promised. Like, oh God. And if you're a parent, you've kind of had that art that. That situation where it's like, yeah, you promised to do this tonight. Like, look, I'm real tired. Can we do this? No, you promise? Ah, oh, damn
1: it. All right, let me get a cup of coffee.
0: Right. So they end up at, uh, was like, Bunny Buns Family Fun Land. Oh, Bunny Buns Buns and Burgers. Uh, basically, they don't think Chuck E. Cheese, but with bunnies. Chuck E. Cheese in the 1980s, but with bunnies. Not like the sad, sad thing Chuck E. Cheese has become, but back when it was big and fun and had a full-stage right. animatronic show, not right. like one half a rat in a box. So, uh, what happened to Chuck E. Cheese, man? What happened to that place? Anyway. Cons- consoles, man. Consoles. I, yeah, it's part of it. But that's not what they were selling. They were selling, you know, overpriced pizza and beer to adults. So they could watch their kids run around and play video games. You could, that'll still work. You know, eh, anyway. Anyway. Enough grousing about that. But in this, uh, of course, at the, at the same time, um, while they're going to do that, you see Sandman with some goons planning a a uh, break in at a bank to go steal a bunch of money because you know that's what bad guys do.
1: Yeah, that, that, that's what these level of bad guys do. They're not after the world. They're, they're after they're after the Cadillac. You know, right. After after the 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 beach house type thing. Right. I mean,
0: in mainline continuity, Sandman's had a lot of different character development. Sometimes Sandman is written as a sympathetic villain, and sometimes he's written as a moron. Um, this. Uh, Takes a more lighthearted approach. He's kind of a simple, simple guy who just has simple goals in life. He wants to rob a bank and get rich. And he got a hot tip about a bank that's just full of money right now. Um, so he gets some goons, and they're gonna. And it's kind of funny because actually, like, like he's always like mixing his idioms, kind of like Biff Tannen. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know,
1: so. Make like a tree and get out of here.
0: Yeah. Like you know, that. stuff. He's doing stuff like that but it's kind of fun to fun, you know. It's not to be taken super seriously, of course. But they, end up the, but they break but they're breaking into the bank. But of course the bank is naturally right next door to, you know, Bunny Bun's Funland. Of course. And uh, Annie, the the Parker's daughter, her spider sense is actually super sensitive, probably cuz she uh because Probably, they assume, because she was born with it, it wasn't, like, something that happened to her. She was born with it. So, because of that, her spider sense is a little extra sensitive. So, she almost gets, like, almost precognitive. Like, she gets images, not just, oh, something bad. And they're like... So, while she's there, it's like, oh, my gosh, I, I felt it. Like, well, what happened? I saw I saw a dad fighting bad guys in a bank. Which bank? Uh, do you know which one? She told her, like, oh, that's right next door. It's like, well, MJ, you watch her. I'm going to go check it out real quick. And, of course, goes there. He fights, beats up Sandman's goons... Um, ends up fighting Sandman and it isn't going well until the rest of his family shows up. And because there's three of them, they can all just completely surround him with webs and seal him in like you know sand in a bag. Right. right. Which is something he could never do before because you know he didn't have six web shooters going at the guy. Understood. But, but it's a fun fight to read. There's a fun family dynamic there. The writing is spot on. The tra- it transitions well. Um, the art does a great job using light and darkness to portray what's going on and attitudes. Uh, the the art is um, is exaggerated, but it works really well. I just everything about this book's fires fires very well. It works really well as a comic. There was never a point where I was like, "Oh God, what next?" or "Come on, come on, get to the good stuff." Every panel was good. Well, I shouldn't every panel. Every page was good, and I liked reading it. And the ending was satisfying because it had a nice little. Twist at the end, dealing uh, uh, with—I think it's Norman Osborn. Not Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn's son is like a ten-year-old, you know, junior evil Osborn, you know, who's a super genius who's taken over Oscorp since his father died, and he's actually becoming kind of obsessed with uh, with the Spider-Man's daughter, who he's not sure what she's called or her name, but he's becoming very obsessed with the character, which makes sense. You know, they're kind of the same age.
1: That sounds super healthy.
0: Yeah, it's not, of course, but, you know, it's a nice little. Because you find out, like, the bank job was actually engineered by Osborne to actually get something. Because one of the goons, or actually a few of the goons, were actually Osborne setting Sandman up. And the goons were supposed to, like, let Sandman get the money, whatever, but bring Osborne back this one item, which was a chip from uh, Regent's. Pers- who, regent was the guy from an old series who had copied all the superhero villains' powers. But anyway. So it had a nice wahaha ha moment at the end. Great stuff. Great comic book. Fun to read. Uh, four to five. Maybe even four and a half. The art could have been a little better. wasn't exactly my cup of tea, but it worked really well. The guy knows how to set up a panel. Knows how to set up a page. Knows how to set a scene. Uh, just because I don't exactly like his... how he draws characters, personally. Exactly. That's you know, neither here nor there. It's a four and a half or four star comic, easy. So, big right, thumbs cool. up. Big thumbs yeah. up. Nice. Um, if I was told I, you know, had to get rid of either Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man Your Vows, I would drop Amazing Spider-Man in a heartbeat over this one, because this is a much better series. Wow.
1: Okay.
0: Actually, of all the Spider-Man series. Currently. Currently. This is probably the best one. Wow. It would be this, then Spider Man, which has Miles Morales. Then Amazing then like But then Amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Next comic. Action comics number nine hundred and seventy six. That's a lot of action when you think about it. An average one a month? Nine hundred and seventy six. Yeah, That's a lot I'm of months.
1: Yeah, all you would all think that. Action. That tired.
0: is a lot of action.
1: Oh, look, Red and Blue Superman.
0: It does kind of look that way,
1: doesn't it? <laughs> oh, crap. This is not bode well.
0: No, it does not. Well, fortunately, it is not hinting at Red and Blue Superman, because that was a horrible, horrible experiment. It
1: was, it was a bad idea. I hope, I hope somebody not just got fired, but actually murdered for that. <laughs> like, no, man, the world's not going to let you exist now. Sorry, buddy.
0: Well, that was one of those – That you can't even blame the 90s for that. That happened after 2000. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Maybe that was late late nineties, was still terrible, terrible idea. Anyway. What if Superman wasn't Superman, but he was two different people called Superman who didn't have Superman's powers anymore or look like Superman? Brilliant, go with that. Alright, so, uh, <laughs> Action Comics number nine hundred seventy six <laughs> was written by Dan Jurgens, who's been doing a great job with the series. Uh, with art by Wait,
1: wait, 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 sorry, sorry wait. Like like the lotion?
0: Yes, exactly like the lotion. Oh, okay. He is Here. the heir to the Jergens fortune. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, wouldn't it? That'd be kind of kind of weird to go up to late, you know, it's like, hey, my name is uh, Mr. Jurgens. I'm the heir to the Jurgens fortune. You can tell by how smooth my hands are. Winter's coming. Are you feeling rough, ladies? Come on down to Juergens town.
1: Anyway. Wow, no, that got dark real quick. <laughs> push,
0: push through. Push so, through. Uh, art is by Jamie Mendoza and Doug Manky. What is, uh, this cover is not done by that guy. It's done by Mick Gray or Patrick Gleason. Anyway, this uh part of the Superman Reborn finale. Uh, basically, it's a four-part uh, series that's gone between Action Comics and Superman, where Mixleplick, as we. I think we talked about uh, Superman comics last we did, week. We did.
1: We did, and yep. uh, I, I I looked it up, and isn't isn't it really pronounced uh, Mixel Pedalic?
0: I don't care. I'm saying Mixel player. Okay. that's how okay. they said it in the cartoon. Therefore, it's it's canon. true.
1: It's true. When we were growing up, that's how that's how it said it. Yep. But now everyone's saying Mixel Miksh- Pedalic.
0: You know, I think people like to say things in difficult ways just so they can sound like they're smart. Like anyone who says no, it's pronounced Jife. Okay, they're wrong. The developers say it's called it's pronounced JIF, which is still stupid, because it's spelled GIF. You know, but right. any jerk off on the internet who says it's Jif needs to be punched. Because okay? 'cause they're just yeah, trying to sound like something. they know right. They're trying to sound like they know something right. and they don't. So if you get anyone saying plicklick they're trying to sound like I know more about you, my friend. Your knowledge of comics is obviously inferior. No. They're a self important D bag. That's what you've All announced right. to the world. So now that well, we've established that... No, no, no.
1: Wait, no. I am a self-important d So yeah, no, I, I keep it. I keep it. I, I'll, I'll own it.
0: You see, the important thing is to know oneself. Now, that's, part, that's Sun Tzu. Own. Know yourself. Right there. Art of War and stuff. That could be a pretentious d too. I can quote Art
1: of War. There you go. So, uh, Nixleplik is... So, <laughs> uh, you
0: didn't say Nixleplik. I know,
1: I did it for you, man.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Actually. I got much love. <laughs> so, um, so basically, Bixxleplk has uh, injected himself into Superman's life once more. And basically, the the last part of the series in Superman was, you know, he makes a deal with Superman, saying, "Hey, if you can get to the top of this tower to where your kid is, you win, and I'll leave." Superman's so like, "Fine." And so he like fights through this giant tower and everything, gets to the top, and at the very end his son pushes through the boundary of time and space and he's like, ah, oh, dad! And his super son, Superman looks at him and goes, who are you? So he made it to the top of the tower but he still loses because his memory Aww. of his son ran out right before he got there. He's awesome. like, oh, Lois, dude, what are you doing? And they don't have any memory of being married. And so this issue picks up with John, their son saying, mom, dad, and he's like, look, we're not your parents. We don't know who you are. You seem like a very nice boy but, you know.
1: we We should find your mommy and daddy.
0: Right, exactly. And was like, I, you know, I like the Superman shirt. That's nice and all, but you know, we're you know, Lois and I are just friends. And it's like, oh God. But so it turns into basically almost like a long, somewhat action sequence. Things are happening crazy all over the place, and the world's falling apart. And uh, Lois and Clark are in denial. Of what's going on? They have no idea. And eventually, John reconnects with some energy that that helped him push through from the dimension he was in earlier. And these like globes of energy basically tell him, hey, you know, it basically is like the other half it's of his parents, like their memories that they got separated from. Like you know, hey, you do, we need to get through this. You know, we can do it. Where your parents, but are missing other halves, that kind of thing. And meanwhile, while this is going on, Mixelplex is like taunting, like ha ha ha, Superman, you just. Do- the superman's like Miss Blake, you have to explain what's going on it's like no no you signed a contract you at the top I leave I'm leaving you, know, you signed it you you wanted this to happen that's how it is you know basically and this book is hinting that you know something even bigger is going on something even more dangerous to him is out there
1: yeah but, the, the guy the guy who imprisoned him
0: maybe because that comes weird because you see that guy at the end too but basically what happens is eventually like the uh John convinces Superman and Lois Lane, like, hey, you know, these are, like, your lost memories. You need to reunite with them. They're like, well, you seem really earnest. And, you know, let's, well, I'll give it a go. Let's see. And, like, you're just so honest. I feel like I should trust you. And so they get their memories back, like, oh, no. And, you know, their love reunites as a family, which is great. You know, this is like a love conquers all moment. That's a great Superman moment. But also in doing that, they're able to, it turns into, like, this whole thing where, like, it's like the universes are recombined and everything's now stable and, like, the two timelines are now one and all the memories are finally where they're supposed to be. And, and like, you see, like, the guy who's the pri- who put Mixaplik in prison, like, yes, everything is as it should be now. It's like, so I guess he wasn't really a bad guy who's trying... But then again, it's also, like, wait, this whole thing just seems like it was kind of unnecessary if the whole point was to... Make, like, the past universe pre-rebirth, pre-New 52 merge for Superman's timeline with the current universe. That was... Was that really necessary? Because basically, it seems like what this whole story arc did was say, okay, remember New 52 Superman? No, you don't. That never happened. It's basically what that turned into.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So basically... but they, just,
1: they wanted to completely erase all reference to a character that wasn't popular and they want to forget.
0: Right, and that's essentially what happened. But on the other hand, on the one hand, like I thought, is it really in a four-issue, both Superman series crossover to say, okay, we're sorry about New Superman? You could have just kept going like it was. It would have been fine.
1: Well, yeah, you, you could have just sent out a tweet. Right. Or, uh, our bad, sorry.
0: Yeah, and you could have just put Lois Lane in the Daily Planet and Clark Kent in the Daily Planet. It would have been cool. No, would have said a word. But they wanted like, some storyline reason for it. But on the other hand, it looks like what they did through this was also say, okay, remember how Superman and Wonder Woman were going out? That didn't happen. We're now saying that the universe is realigned during that time he was married to Lois Lane and that didn't happen. That part where Lois Lane got like weird crazy powers and was evil for a while, that didn't happen. You know, basically, they're basically completely writing out all the New 52 stuff and saying that didn't happen. Which is fine. I'm actually pretty fine with that. But I wonder if that's actually going to cross over into like Justice League or other series where it won't be, I don't trust this new Superman. It'll be, oh, remember that time when we fought dark Darkseid? Good time. Bro fist. You know. Uh, so, we'll see how that works out. Not that I'm reading Justice League because it turned to crap. Um, that's like one of the best series out of New 52 was Justice League, actually. Uh, it hasn't been great since Rebirth. But, so, anyway, I liked this issue. I kind of understand what they were getting at. It was fun to read, as you know, it was a nice, it was a good Mixleplik story overall.
1: It oh, had a, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, it had a lot, a lot of levels. It, 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 re- it really delved into his motivation and everything, and I really liked that.
0: Yeah, I really liked how they treated Mixleplik in this. Maybe not at the
1: very end,
0: but you know, they're trying to wrap things up at that point. And also, you still got the the feeling that Mixleplik still kind of felt betrayed. But what he was getting out yeah, of this, he's still
1: a little butthurt. He's right. Still a little butt hurt with Superman because he thought he thought they were friends.
0: Right, but also part of his plan at the end was, you know, what? Since uh, I'm getting kicked out of this dimension, and you know, Superman got to the tower, so he won. But he doesn't want John as his son anymore. I'm going to take John with me to be my extra dimensional buddy.
1: Yay! Yay! That kind of sucks if you're John. Um, well, no, no. Hang on now. Hang on now. What if he learned some extra-dimensional powers and stuff, huh?
0: That could be it, too. But he'd rather be with his – you know, considering he's like 10, he'd really rather be with his parents.
1: Yeah, but, you know, after a couple hundred years – we don't know how time works. That's
0: true. After a couple That's hundred true. years, you'd probably be pretty cool with it.
1: Yeah, you'd probably all right, especially with this, you know, reality-altering power you learned. Yeah, you're you, probably, know. you know. That, that reminds me of, uh, of a of a Stephen King uh, book that turned into a, a, a miniseries. What was it? Um it was about the people on the island, and this this old guy came in and wanted one of their kids. I nah, I do not know. Not the biggest Stephen King fan. Okay, well, uh, dang it, I forget the name of it. It's on tip of my tongue. It had had the guy from Wings in it.
0: I don't know Stephen King wrote so much stuff. It's hard to say. Remember that Stephen King novel. He has like three hundred. So I'm going to say no. I know,
1: but but only a certain amount were made into into TV miniseries. Yeah, so. only
0: about a hundred of them were made into TV miniseries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he was he was dying. You know but he he, uh, he was a different kind of being he wasn't going to die for a hundred years although he would for him it was like next minute you know so yeah. he he, he wanted he wanted a kid to train to to become like him so he could so his knowledge wouldn't wouldn't die with him and he got one and he took him in and at the end of the show um the, the his quote unquote dad saw him in the street and tried to call to him and the kid looked at him like he was nuts and then kept walking Makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Definitely. I think the mixed look was going for that. Yeah, yeah. But as it was, uh, this was a good issue. It was fun, kind of crazy, kind of wacky. I I I can see why they did it, but I also see why it wasn't necessary. It was kind of a fun read, even if it's kind of one of those things that, like, all right, these four issues basically don't matter for the continuity of the universe necessarily. Uh, other plot lines that have been in the water were completely ignored for a while, but it's fine. It was it was a good read. I'll give it a three and a half to four,
1: eh, maybe eh, three and a half. Yeah, I guess as, as a standalone uh, story, it's good. It's solid. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Didn't
0: love it, but I liked it. If yeah. a two and a half is an average comic, it was definitely a three and a half, maybe a four, right, maybe. depending how you love and love it. But uh, yeah, that was Action Comics number nine seventy six, and our last book this week. Hulk number 4. Now, I say this sadly because every issue of Hulk that I've reviewed since Jennifer Walters has taken over the title, formerly known as She-Hulk, um I have not liked. I've uh, pretty much hated every
1: issue. No, it's a completely divergent from every single every single iteration of her history.
0: Yes. Uh character's wrong. Every all right. But I told said I would give Hulk four issues to be good for something to grab and say, oh, man, oh, man. And so I've spent one quarter of the year giving Hulk the benefit of the doubt, and I got my payoff. No, I didn't. It still sucks. Not buying another oh, issue. Uh, written by Mariko Tamaki. Uh, art uh, by Jeff Tical. This is All four of these issues could have been one or two issues of setup. This entire thing, every issue looks like it's going to pay off next issue. So in a way, the writer's done a great job, and like, oh man, next issue's going to be something. But if you spend an hour sitting on the edge of the bed saying how great things are going to be, you know, you better learn how to dance soon. Because time comes where it's time to pay the piper. That's a lot of metaphors I just used all at once.
1: Yeah, uh, that was kind of kind a of, uh,
0: little Bloody waters there. All right, yeah. if you stand on the edge of the dance floor for an hour telling everyone how good you are, when the music turns on, you need to be able to boogie, all right? But this is just Ben standing on the dance floor, standing on the edge for like a quarter of the year, and it never quite gets there. Uh, all the side characters are cardboard cutouts – um, they're actually doing a pretty good job, I think, developing Sheila's character and how she's dealing with the death of her cousin and all the stress she's under now. But here's the thing. S.H.I.E.L.K. had previously died. I think twice she's been killed in horrible, violent ways. And she came back from that. Fine. Yeah, she didn't come back, oh, so scarred, oh no. But now, all of a sudden, you know, now, oh, oh, I almost died when Thanos beat the snot out of me which is you know my best friend's fault for going after him when he hadn't done anything yet and one of my former lovers and friends i think Hawkeye's a former lover um probably died you know my, i mean killed my cousin and uh, so now I, I can't get over the stress oh boo hoo oh the beast within rage rage rage
1: wait d- does she actually change in this in no this color? No. Oh my god, that hasn't happened yet, has
0: it? A quarter of a year she has not hulked out yet. <laughs>
1: oh my god, it's called the Hulk. It's it's not called I, the Sulk. I know. Come on.
0: It is the Sulk right now. That's what this is. Oh, um god. every like I said, every side character is a cardboard cutout. I don't care a whit about them and they feel like very uh generic gay assistant, check. Uh generic concerned friend, check. Uh you know, generic uh boss, check. Uh La, you know, La law inspired law law firm studio chick. It's just everything seems feels very uninspired and very unoriginal. I actually think the artist tries with what he's got. The art is not my favorite, but it feels like he's really, really trying to make this interesting. Um, does a great job using the light and shadow. And there's a lot of depressing stuff in this book with like the, the sadness of the clients that she's dealing with. and The artist does a great job with this, not really gritty, but very sad, gray, mopey environment. Does a great job with that. And also trying to contrast it with things that are like bright, but not happy. They're stark. They're sterile. And that's kind of like how her life is right now. The artist is doing a bang-up job with that. But the writing sucks. And I'm tired of reading it. And I'm not going to buy another issue. Because um, it's not fun to read. I, There are times when it is nice to read a darker story. Or to see a darker perspective. Jennifer Walters is not who I want to see it from. If this was Jessica Jones, okay. Her life yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always she, dark.
1: Yeah, she's got beef.
0: Right. She's, um, get, yeah. you know. Um, even Captain Marvel... Uh, should have some beef, Alcoholic. which, well, yeah, she a bit, but also Alcoholic. she had her own space baby from her kid. She was basically all right. Captain Marvel has had all right. Captain Marvel started out as like a feminist icon, where no man was as good as her. She hated all men type stuff. She was like like the original man hating uh, feminist for Marvel Comics. Um and then she then like a bad writer got a hold of her and she had this weird plot turn where she ended up getting mysteriously pregnant um and from some like space entity and the baby was able to talk to her in the womb, like mentally, and she had the baby and it grew up in a matter of months into an adult and she fell in love with it and married him.
1: No, no, eject. Dude, this
0: this was, like, late 70s, early 80s. Eject. Awful. And then, and it turned out that the dude she married actually, like, was an energy being that went back in time to impregnate her with himself so he could be born. Wow. Yeah, so basically she was, like, space raped. And I would think that would give you some issues, but she's over that, and it never gets mentioned. Then how would you mention it? Cuz it'd be so hard cuz they ended up getting divorced, weirdly enough. Um oh, and it's and it's never ever mentioned. And because how could you even I would never mention talk it?
1: about that either. No, seriously, seriously. I I would never talk about that. Someone says, well, "What's your marital status?" "Single." Oh wait, it's not divorced. No, it's not divorced. You shut your freaking hole.
0: I didn't say, "Remember that time you married your own space baby?"
1: No, no, I don't. <laughs> and neither do you. Shut up. I'm stronger than you. I'll punch your skull.
0: Uh So anytime someone tries to tell me how Captain Marvel's a serious character, I say, really? She married her own space baby. So uh, there's that. Anyway, um, Hulk has never gotten that stupid. But anyway. So anyway, the artist has done a bang-up job. You know, I don't love the art most of the time. Just the way he's able to impart the emotions of what's going on is fantastic. Very cinematic. But the book is boring. It's not what I want to read from a Hulk com- from either a Hulk comic or a She-Hulk comic.
1: Yeah, I mean, you don't want a She-Hulk comic like this because she's not the She-Hulk, and you don't want the Hulk comic is because there's no frickin' Hulk.
0: Right. I mean, the basic storyline for Hulk comic is no one understands Hulk. Although Hulk's a good person. Oh no, Hulk has to fight giant monster. That's the story people Hulk love. Hulk smash. Yeah.
1: Yes, you want you want to see Hulk smash.
0: Right, and you're not getting any of that. You're getting, oh no, the beast within. Oh no, everything's so dark. Oh no, I'm trying to help, but I can't. Um, And I know they're trying to tell... I I see what they're going for, I just find it boring as hell. I could go for that, you know, for like two issues in a row. If in issue three she had hulked out and started pounding stuff and the book started getting interesting, and that maybe she was interacting with her former life, Okay, you know, something, some motion, some movement. But this is issue four, and she's still in the same place. It doesn't work for me. Not by another issue. I'm going to give it a two out of five, but I would almost give it a two and a half, and I'll give it a two and a half, because the art is just fantastic for what it is. Just just does that great job of getting the emotions across through the use of color, through pacing, everything. Writing is awful. Art is fantastic. Uh, so I'll give it a two and a half out of five. I don't um, know, man.
1: I don't know, man. You, you said earlier an average book is two and a half.
0: So yeah, I an average book. Well, between I the great art and the terrible story, i got to average it out to two and a half. Uh,
1: I don't know. I, I think it's more like a two. Uh,
0: if I was really into like depressing stories where no one ever wins and everything's really sad all the time, then this would probably be a four-star book. You know, if and, I yeah, never, if and, I didn't then... like, if I hated superheroes, this is a four-star book.
1: Okay, yeah. Also, if you were a fifteen-year-old goth girl, this would be a four-star book. But guess what? You're neither of those. Actually, things.
0: I don't even think a four. Now, if I was a goth girl, I'd be reading all new Wolverine, which has X-23, the female Wolverine. Going, oh, the darkness within! I'll never be good enough. Anger, anger. Yeah. That
1: would that that would be a five star book, but that this would be a four.
0: <laughs> no, but I, you, are, be... You, are,
1: you are you are literally neither of those things. So this is a two star book. I'm giving it two and a half. See, I, on I average, think it even an average book. On average book, you would still have. Heart. Okay,
0: okay. I give an average book. I would still say eh, that's all right. So I'll give it a two.
1: There you
0: go. There you go. The art is really good. Doing the job of what it should be doing. in conveying the medium of the comic. Because as I've said. Almost every comic poll. The art of a comic book. Tells the story in more than just pictures. It tells it how it's presented. In the use of color. In the way a scene is framed. Uh, It's the cinematography of the movie. But you could do so much more. With a comic page. In a way because. One you're capturing the imagination of the reader. And two. You have no limit of budget. You could do anything in that page. You don't have to worry about, oh, that would cost another $100,000 in CG. It doesn't matter. You could draw it on that panel. Um, It's kind of like I forget which which luminary said it, but one of the guys in the comic was talking talking about something of the same line saying, if you're a writer and you write a scene where a thousand starships are attacking um, a planet, you can do that without even worrying about CG budget. The artist will hate you. But you could do it. Because um, the artist has to draw a thousand freaking stupid spaceships. Or cheat it. But they have to be give the impression of a thousand spaceships. Um, so yeah. Anyway. anyway, Two-star book. I wish the series was good. I've been a longtime fan of Jen Walters as She-Hulk. I like the Hulk. This book is neither of those things that I like. So. I'm not buying another issue. But. Um, I am switching over to X-Men. So look for Ooh, those in the I poll see. coming up. Because okay. X-Men is doing a relaunch after the X-Men vs. Inhumans series coming out. And so we will see how things go then. But that is it for Garthons' Comic Pool this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if not, let me know why. And if the why is just because I disagree with you, well, no, then you still enjoyed it. You enjoyed disagreeing with me. Congratulations. Uh, if there's any books you think I should be following, please let me know. And as always, like or subscribe, because we would like and subscribe to you if you're producing something worth watching. Yeah, you we're know, listening to. Come on now. After that, let's move my friend to the RNG, the random number generator. Where are we talking about any random things going on in the brain stems this week? What you got for me?
1: Okay, what I got. Here we go. Uh, I think uh, that uh, you and I and everyone listening to this has seen the Justice League trailer. I
0: couldn't avoid it if I wanted to.
1: No, a lot of us cannot. Uh, All of our our, uh, interesting feeds are just funneled to us, and this has been funneled to all of us quite a bit.
0: Yes, Uh, indeed it has. Not only from major sources, but people resending it, retweeting it, reposting it.
1: Yes, and I am... Disappointed, which I knew I would be, but still, it's disheartening that I am. I'm not disappointed. I am. I am disappointed. The I, reason I'm, being... Uh, go ahead. Okay, the the reason being is because uh, the DC has not learned their lesson with color. Everything is still black and white? Everything is still black and white. I mean, are you going for, for the niche market of colorblind people? I mean, why...
0: Any time you make that argument to a DC fanboy, they always say, well, Superman v. Batman made blah, 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 a million dollars. Well, yeah, but it could have made more if it was actually a good film.
1: Yes, if if it was was shot correctly, it could have have made more money. You made a
0: film with Batman and Superman together. That is printing money.
1: Yes, it is printing money, and it would have been even better if Batman scenes were subdued. Superman scenes were enhanced and when they were together, the colors were normal. That would have been fricking awesome. That would have been great. You could tell a story in a story with that thing, but no, no one, no one decided to pull that mess off. And now you have the flash, which is light. Always has been. He, he's, he's been the, the, the Spider-Man of the DC universe with the whole light, lightness and banter and whatnot. And then you have Batman, which has been dark. I'm the Batman. And then you have Superman, which is which is basically, uh, you know, uh, pastel. Exactly. You know, p- pastel in motion the, the entire way. And then you have Aquaman, which I, I could see as in between Batman and Superman just because of his, you know, under the water upbringing, stuff like that. You know, all that, all that good stuff. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not. So I get it. I get it. I get it. And then you have Wonder Woman who has been depicted in the comics as, you know, very colorful all the time. Yeah. And then you bring them together. And what do you do? You pull a Batman. Have it be dark. All the colors subdued. Everything. It was awful. It was awful. It should have been visually stunning color-wise. It should have been. But they ruined it. They flubbed it. Yes. You ruined I know. I know. It's dumb. It is dumb. Yes. No, no. Ever since uh, Christopher Reeve left, Superman has been crap. Just crap. they, they, They said many times, this is not Superman this is clark kent and i get it because that show was colorful they had all the colors they accentuated them lois and clark okay that 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 was that was that was real color you know that was actual real color they didn't accentuate they, they didn't darken anything that was real real life and i get that because that that uh the whole series the whole undertone was the the uh the uh, uh, balance. Yes, yes, yes. It was the whole balance between uh, Clark Kent and Superman. That was the whole thing. The whole under undertone of the whole series was that I get it. So it was, it was very natural coloring. I got it. But ever since then, because Batman was such a hit, they have gone dark and Batman worked dark because Batman is supposed to be dark, but Superman, Ugh. Yes, yes. Awful. And and I get it. And but in DC did not learn that did not learn the lesson that they were supposed to learn. What they learned the less they're doubling down on dark and it's stupid. The trailer was was all all but unwatchable unless you unless you jammed up the brightness on whatever player you were <laughs> you were freaking using. It was awful. And all the color Oh my God, what color? Seriously, I saw nothing but shades of gray. True. It's true. I mean, the, the only color that I saw, the only actual vibrant color that I saw in that trailer was from Cyborg's chest, which was glowing red in his eye. It was glowing red. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm going to forgive that because I don't, I don't know. I don't know that whole origin of that scene. So I'm, I'm going to let that go. But uh, that was really the only vibrant color in the whole freaking trailer. That was it. His chest and his eye. Boom. That was it. Uh, That's
2: all I got. It is going to suck again, visually.
1: No, he was. Yeah, he, yeah. Plus, yeah. Oh, pl- pl- yeah, yeah. Plus, he shouldn't have even gotten a shot after the Wolverine or whatever it was that, that they ruined Deadpool in. Oh, I know. It was freaking, freaking dumb. Dumb to dog. To dog. yeah it was all right i didn't yeah i don't no I didn't love it but it's 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 mainly because it broke my heart you know
2: yeah oh But yeah,
1: I mean, even that, even that quite yes, yes, it was. It had normal, it had normal color. Which is freaking weird.
0: Uh, Okay, now I'm back. So I guess you've been talking to yourself for a while. Did you send me a message? You, me. you sent me a message.
1: I did. I, I went. AFK that's what like happened. Ten seconds. Of, hey, hey, don't send me
0: a message. That. It makes OBS stop working. Great. So that's probably like ten minutes. I have Well, that was a many.
1: long time ago. That was a long time ago. No, that was a long.
0: Well, time we're ago. screwed then. All right, we got to redo half the podcast.
1: Yeah, that was like a half hour ago.
0: Uh. Well, we'll see how long ago
1: I lost. They lost me. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, uh, the whole, uh, the whole Justice League thing, um. Ah, oh, ev Everyone, everyone went nuts with Guardians of the Galaxy. It should not have hit. It shouldn't. It should not have hit as much as it did. No, it shouldn't. But it's it a had, very silly it film. It had vibrant. Co- yes, it's a silly film, but it had vibrant color. It had it had good comedy. It was it was light. It even had it had it had a dark subject matter, but the the writing gave it up.
0: You right, know. and even Guardians of the Galaxy had a lot of problems with the film itself, in that you know it it didn't follow comic continuity in a lot of ways. Uh, the Guardians were totally wrong for a comic book version, yeah. but. It was a fun yeah. film, as if people were willing to forgive it.
1: It was, it was. And then in Guardians Volume Two, you see all the trailers for that, and they doubled down on the brightness. They 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 they, they doubled down on all the color, the 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 visuals. Everything is even more spectacular and people are going crazy for it. As they should be. Because they they saw all the DC films that have gotten dark and gritty and, and sepia and monotone and all that crap, and they went, oh god, that's awful. We're, we're going to go the other way to see what happens, and guess what? Gold.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't and... even know what to say about – and the thing is they keep getting beaten up over and over and over again, and occasionally you read stuff that dc is like looking for new directors and they're worried and the the investors and don't like the direction the films are going through and and but it's more of the same
1: yeah i don't understand i mean after 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 man of steel when it was really dark everyone said no mouse kind of kind of uh you, you really took away all the color from that film and i didn't like that and then and then uh the the next one uh, Batman, Batman v Superman. It was also dark, and everyone had the same same criticism. Man, you took away the color. There's no color for that film. Yeah. What, what happened to color? Well, even, then, the, even the then, uh, Go ahead. And then, after all of that, years of that, you give us the same thing. What the f is wrong with you people? I mean, you you see all these other films, all the Marvel films which have color. I mean, even even the even the uh, the net Netflix stuff. I mean which was just supposed to be street level gritty down to earth hardcore you know in the muck type stuff they don't take away the color and they're successful yeah 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 I mean they, they don't they don't amplify the color because that would be the wrong tone obviously for a, a street level superhero but they don't take it away and they do really well and they then they 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 get you know, made again and again and again. You don't learn that, you don't learn from that and go, wait a minute, probably I shouldn't go into post and make everything black and white, basically. I don't I don't I don't I don't get why they don't understand that. It it upsets me because as, as a as, as a as a human being, as an average level intelligence human being, you think they would understand. Well they the thing don't. is you
0: could bring up the argument like you could be making more money, of course they're to say, well, There's no proof of that. We have proof we are making this much going with this style. And we need to differentiate ourselves. That's what they're going to say.
1: Okay, yeah. um, It's dumb. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what they're going to say.
1: It is dumb, but uh, you can try, give it a shot, with something smaller. Like, say, a Flash movie.
0: (laughs) Well, the last director bailed on Flash. And the director that lined up was a dark, oh, gritty director.
1: Yes, exactly. Stay away from these freaking dark, gritty directors. For the Flash, the Flash is the is is uh, Robin to Batman. Okay, I mean he's bright, he's brightly colored. All right, that's exactly yeah, how it is. Yeah. He's brightly colored and lighthearted. That's Robin. That's the Flash. They're 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 the same kind of person. So you know the 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 only proof you need is is the, is, the, is the CW Flash series. I mean, they understood that that coloring is important depending on your tone. Arrow, which came first, is dark. He's wearing yeah. dark green, not the not the bright green that the actual comic well, arrow actually wore.
0: in the comics uh, green arrows were pretty dark for quite a while.
1: Well, oh, yeah, no, I'm not talking. Or, I'm talking origin. I mean, he wore oh, yeah. he wore light green. Yeah, he was a crap. Robin Hood ripoff. Exactly, yeah. he was a Robin Hood ripoff. They went dark because the story was dark, and then with the Flash, all the colors are brighter. Not, 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 not like neon. Superman should be bright, but brighter because it's a lighter character. It's a lighter storyline. There's there's much more banter. There, there's there's much more uh, happiness in their in their world so it's brighter there's a couple of lens flares which i don't like but i understand you know because it's a brighter thing it's a it's a hopeful hopeful future you know hopeful hopeful series whereas whereas arrow is always struggling in the muck but that that's part of its that's part of its you know deal i get it They, they wrote it that way and then supergirl comes along and she's the brightest of them all yep Oh my God, she's, got, she's, almost, she's all but you know, a maximum technicolor because she is a very hopeful character. She is, she is uh, uh, believing in, in all of the things that Superman believes, and he's supposed to be that bright as well, but they won't let him do that because I don't know. They're stupid, but they do it right on the show. And the, it, the, the Supergirl got canceled and then picked up on the CW because CW, you're just doing it stupid. Well, I think it's, <laughs> go, It was
0: right. getting really good ratings. And they're like, yeah, well, you know. And they canceled, which was just
1: dumb. It's dumb, exactly. I mean, the CW's like, are you stupid? That is exactly what we can do. That is our wheelhouse. And I applaud the CW. They can do DC like DC can't. Apparently
0: so. Well, CW is owned by the same parent company, Warner
1: Brothers. I know, I know, but the but the the the, the people in charge of 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 the CW can do DC better than their parent company, which yeah. is DC. Yeah, so it's, it's funny. It's just funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the TV universe is obviously very completely separate from the movie universe. Which of course has a lot of people butthurt because it's like you have this excellent actor playing the Flash, and everyone accepts him as the Flash. Then you're making a Just League movie, and you're not bringing him in. Why?
1: I understand it because there's no way he can separation. do a movie. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he can do a movie and the series. I mean, I'm well, sorry.
0: time-wise he could, but with the tone of the different things, no, just no, totally there's no work.
1: way. Yeah, he won't fit. He he won't fit because he's what the Flash should be and in the movies you're giving us a different version which you shouldn't. Uh maybe the movie flash will be awesome too. But that has
0: yet that to be That is
1: possible. Yeah, that is possible, but that that is not in the trailers that I've seen. One or two. You know, they they, they haven't actually gone into the character of the Flash at all. You know, yeah, he's he's a little childish, he's a little inexperienced. I get it because you know, in in this, in this iteration and, and in the, in the TV iteration, the flash is relatively new to his powers. I get it. I get it. So he's not, he's not going to be super mature. Understood. And they got that across in the trailers, but if he's light or dark, if he has, you know, a horrible backstory or, you know, or a good backstory, or if he has a horrible personality or a good personality, not, not, not touched at all. I don't know. I have no idea.
0: No, I mean, that's I agree with that. I just it's hard to get excited for it to me just because it's I want to like a Justice League film. I really like and respect the Justice League, but especially
1: since the since the comic has tanked so bad.
0: Yeah, the comic tanked pretty friggin' hard. You know, your the Justice League comic has issues when the comic, the character I like and respect the most in it is Lex Luthor. You have a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, you made a wrong turn. At that point, yes.
0: Right, you know, that's, that's Twilight Zone territory. Um, but the... But it seems like a lot of films are just missing... I, I mean, honestly, I disliked Avengers 2 immensely. I didn't hate it, but I disliked it quite a bit. It missed the mark in a lot of points. Uh, maybe it was a little too colorful at times, but also seemed to be very formulaic. And a lot of times it was very silly. And things so just like, oh, look, Tony Stark's going to ruin the world again. You know, it's. But, you know, but anyway, but the film was still a lot more fun to watch than Batman vs. Superman. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. Superman. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what the subtitle for that was.
1: Was it Man of Steel? Yes, it was actually called Man of Steel, yes. The, now, the, uh, the whole problem with the whole Superman thing is ever since Superman returns, they, they boned it every single time. I mean uh, Superman yes. Returns was was from the director's own words after Superman 2. And anyone who says, "Oh no, Superman Returns was, was 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 okay." I say, "Listen to me." At the end of Superman 2, Superman apologizes to the US president and says, "I'm never going to leave again." And then 2 weeks later, according to Superman Returns, he leaves. He he goes away. Right there you got a problem. Two right. weeks. And then he he, he 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 bones his way over to what, what he thinks is uh, someone from Krypton and doesn't find anything. And then comes back and what is he? He's a deadbeat dad. Superman is supposed to be the pinnacle of what you're supposed to strive for. He's supposed to be a light in the dark, he's supposed to be what all humanity is supposed to strive for. Yes, you will you will fail getting there, but the fact that you are trying means you will be better off than where you are now. Well, but how how can you look up to a guy who promised to never leave, leaves, not only that, you find out that he left his son, who is now a murderer.
0: Well, yes. it's self-defense, more like manslaughter.
1: Doesn't it, does it matter. Does it, it doesn't matter. Because the only the only comic outcome from that is he becomes a bad guy and his father has to, has to fight him. Right. But I agree. I, that movie had so many, so many, many problems. It was and, awful. And it was the start of the trend, the downhill right. snowball. That was definitely effect. the
0: beginning of the problem.
1: Yes. It was the beginning of the end of Superman as an actual, uh, I don't want to say hero. Because Hero with in, in, in the in the DC universe is becoming dark all the way around. But uh as 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 a beginning of uh of an ideal, you know, as at the the end the end of the ideal of Superman, which is the only reason I like the guy. The only reason. Yeah. I mean, I never liked Superman growing up. I loved Green Lantern. I really did. He had just as much power, but he he uh he wrestled with it. A lot more than Superman did, and I identify with that more. But I understand why why uh, Superman was who he was because he was a beacon of hope. That was his that was his job, and I get it, and I I respected that. But DC, in the movies, starting with Superman Returns, destroyed that. Yes. So now he's nothing. He's nothing to me. He's he's a little he's a little you know, I I don't want to I don't swear, but he's that.
0: Yeah, I, I can't really say much about that. Yeah, I, you're right. Uh, and yeah, I think that actually is a nice dividing line. Like, okay, after this point, DC movies started having big problems. Because DC, up until that point, almost always had better movies than Marvel. Uh, the, the DC had big movies like Superman and Tim Burton's Batman. And Marvel's films were Dolph Lundgren's The Punisher you know, and stuff released directly to video. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, it, it is a guilty pleasure of mine, but I, I, I respect that it's bad.
0: Yeah, and so and some of these movies are kind of fun in retrospect to watch, like the uh, the nineteen seventies Captain America films, or I say there's two of them. You know, where you, you know, it's just he has a plexiglass shield. It's just silly. Yeah,
1: it's awful. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bad.
0: Awful. I mean, th- to show how the formula works, like they have like rats. Pulling, like, these boxes that are labeled, like, 20 pounds. Like, look at that rat move that weight. It's like, oh, gosh, it's a cardboard box with 20 pounds written on it. Come on, guys. Um, but the... But at around the time when DC started... did Superman Returns, which, honestly, is a lot better than the other Superman films that were proposed in between that time... Oh like, well, yeah, it, it
1: was the starter of the decline, so right. you have to well, say it's better, yeah. Well,
0: well, I mean, no, that film that they put out was better than – there was almost a Superman film, I think it was going to be directed by Tim Burton and starring Nick Cage as Superman.
1: Yes, yes, there, there was actually test shots that were released.
0: And then there yeah. was a Superman film which was initially written by Kevin Smith of Mallrats fame and, and Clerks and a bunch of other things, um, but the producer – who ended up? Who also produced like Wild Wild West, wanted Superman not to fly. Which was awful. Yeah, which is awful. But he wants Superman not to fly, not to have a cape, and to fight a giant spider in the third act. And Kevin Smith just threw up his hands uh, and said, "That's insane." Pass. Yeah, and so he he did his best, and then that script that he wrote went through through their writers before that got tossed out the window. But that same producer, who later went on to produce *Wild Wild West*, did get his fight with the giant spider in the yeah, third act. Yeah, he did.
1: He did, and and he and he got his comeuppance because that movie sucked. That movie did suck, but he still makes
0: films. Um Ugh. So people, he started out as Oprah's hairdresser. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. Yeah, that
0: that producer started out as. All um, I know
1: that is uh, Brett Ratner has never made a good film. Who, that's what I know.
0: I should look at who he is. I should look him up. Uh, ahead, but ahead, but the. But around that time, that's when the Fox's X-Men films started coming out.
2: Yes,
0: And those were were pretty good, especially compared to every other Marvel film before that. And then Marvel, this is before they were bought by Disney, created their own movie studio. And their dedicated goal was we are going to make consumer films on our budget, on our time, on our production, with our writers – and we're going to make them like we want them to be because they have not lived up to what we've wanted. And so they did that. And Iron Man was the first film put out under that banner. Super hit. Super, Super odd, hit. and it's a great oh, film. It, was great. It's, it, it holds was up. A
1: great film, yeah,
0: yeah. You could argue the other Iron Man films didn't hold up as well,
1: especially
0: the the most recent one.
1: Three,
0: yeah. Three was terrible. Uh, it was not a good film. I'm sorry, guys. It was not good. I know I've met people say, "Oh, Iron Man Three is my favorite Iron Man film," but those okay, people well... should not be allowed to have children. Um, well,
1: no, I'm not going to go that far. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm they say... shouldn't
0: be allowed to care for children.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to say that it was an exciting film. It had a lot of action. And and I liked it for that. But story-wise, no. Nah, sorry, man. You missed the mark.
0: But then again, maybe I'm not the audience for that film because <laughs> after all my last comments, this sounds terrible. My mom liked that film a lot. She said, oh, it was great. Everyone had powers and Pepper became super Pepper at the end. I was like, do you know how awful that is, Mom? You know how ridiculous that yeah, is to the characters, yeah. to everything in the book, yeah. and how it trivializes well, ah. Of course she doesn't. No, of course she to doesn't. her it was just fun, and Pepper has yeah. superpowers at the end.
1: Like I said, action. It had a good action. It had... Um, I'm not. I definitely didn't have a good story, but it had, had good action. It had, uh, it, had it, it had fun parts. It, it there was it was good good comedy. There was great banter be, between uh, Robert Downey Jr. and uh, what's his face the the guy who who replaced uh,
0: Robert Downey Rhodes. Jr. could have great banter on a commercial selling potatoes.
1: Okay, it's true. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, now 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 that he's all sober, he is he is rock solid.
0: Right. Since he's sobered up, the guy has been just freaking outstanding. He could do. Acting-wise, he's always been a great actor, but now that he's actually keeping his life together, he really can do no wrong. And it, what's funny is, like, in a way, he's actually adopted the Tony Stark persona for a lot of things. You know, when he walks in the room, he walks in like Tony Stark now, you know. And well, people yeah, wouldn't accept you? That. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you could? <laughs> yeah, now he can. And I mean, yeah, considering, because he's just as rich. Considering right yeah. now, he's like, I don't know if I want to make another Iron Man film. And Marvel's like, we have another dump truck of money. He's like... I don't know. We have two dump trucks. Well, okay. You know, that's what keeps happening.
1: You know, well, yeah, cr- I mean, I, I, am not gonna fault the guy. I mean, two no. dump trucks of money. I would, I would do whatever the hell you wanted. Like Chris I mean, Evans is kind long, of the as, same as thing. Good.
0: Chris Evans is like, I don't know if I want to come back for another cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He, he, he actually wants to step back and direct.
0: Yeah, and they're like, oh, but look, we have another dump truck of money, and he's like, no, I can't, <laughs> I can't say no to another dump truck of money.
1: i no to several dump trucks of money, which I get. I mean, I'm, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna fault the guy. I'm, I'm not gonna. To say he's selling out because pff, that's not selling out. That's just well, you don't being become smart.
0: You don't become a Holly an actor and go to Hollywood, you know, because you want to you know make make Shakespeare. You know, you want to be rich. You know, it's kind of like uh, Alice Cooper jokes. You know, you don't start a rock band because you're a genius. You don't start a rock band because you want to make great art. You start a rock band because you want money, fame, and chicks. That's why you start a rock band.
1: And usually, usually you only get chicks for a while. Right. I mean, if you get all three, score. You're doing it right. Yeah, you win. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you start a rock band and you're the only thing you can expect is chicks. Right. Everything else is If you're doing it for like the
0: art of the music, no, you're starting a classical band and you're playing oboe. No, no, no. If you're starting a rock and roll band, it's money, fame, and chicks. Right. Or if you're female or dudes, whatever you're into. Yeah, 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 whatever. Money, fame, and gratification. How's that? Um there you go. So that's kind of the situation you are in. You know, you could argue about oh well need artists want to direct. Well, you know, a lot of actors want to direct. They do. That's kinda of like the goal for like every actor. You know? Yeah. After you've acted for a but, while, it's like I got this, I want to start directing and
1: yeah, yeah, flex yeah. my but muscles. Usually it's it's when you get when you get older and, and you're you're out, outside your genre now, which Chris Evans is not.
0: True. Actually speaking of quick tangent on that. As Chris Evans on Captain America, um, I've liked his portrayal of the character. I'm a huge Captain America fan, but there was always something about him that like, just never seemed quite right to me. And I read an interview with uh, Steranko, uh, who actually did the art for Captain America for a while. Great artist. Actually has a really interesting life story. The guy was like a like a street fighter for a while. Just weird life story. But uh, they asked him how what he they thought of. He thought of Chris Evans as Captain America He's like I don't like him. I'm like why not? He said, because he's a kid. Captain America is the voice of authority. When he walks in the room and says something, everyone looks and listens. He doesn't necessarily represent the state, but he is the voice of authority. He is the one in the room who's always cool and collected, who knows what's going on. He's the person who can always be looked to. And like, and I get it. Chris Evans yeah. is kind of Bayface faced He kind of lacks that. He has a nice... It works really well for like the first one he has like where he's kind of naive and he's coming into the role, you know. But in the later Avengers films, he should have a lot more authority and a lot more presence right. than he does. I still like him. I'm not saying he's bad. I really like no, him in the role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get but, no, no, I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, as Franco said, then i like, that's what's always bothered me about it.
1: Yep. It's you know, the, that, 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 that is the same thing when, when I saw Superman Returns with uh, Br- uh, Brandon Ruth. Yeah. Uh, he was a boy compared to Christopher Reeve. A boy.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that. He
1: looked at... Yeah, he he looked it, he acted it, and I'm I'm looking at him and I'm like you're not Superman, you're not S- Superman. Walks walk, like just like you said, walks in a room and he's Superman. He is the guy. He everyone else in there is not the guy. Th- they may have been the guy before he walks in the room, but now Superman walked in the room and he's the guy.
0: Right. Yeah, Brandon Ruth not. The yeah, guy. he did. He didn't have that. He he was a little too understated.
1: Right, right. I Which mean, is that,
0: funny because when you see him in other roles, he could pull that off.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched him in Chuck, and I liked him much better in Chuck.
0: Yep, yep.
1: Yes, because when he walked in the room, he was the guy.
0: I think we've mentioned, or even like I think we mentioned last week, or a few weeks ago, on uh, Scott Pilgrim, where he was the bad guy. He still had that, you know, that presence, like, oh crap, this guy's here. You, right. know? you know, he was like the vegan villain,
1: and he was fun yeah yeah I mean he yeah he still had the he still had what you said the the presence i mean he's the guy, but uh in Superman returns c- c- he had to be compared to Christopher Reeve because you know well
0: he was also doing Christopher Reeve, you know, yeah, and yeah, I thought he, he had... did a great job doing Christopher Reeve, but he kind of lacked that presence the i mean the, like yes. when he switched to Superman, you didn't feel that shift that Christopher Reeve no. pulled off
1: no no, Christopher Reeve pulled that off big time. And I'm still fucking sad. He's gone. Damn it! Well, but, you know, uh, stuff happens. Gene Hackman's know still happens. around, though. Yes, he is, and I'm glad for that because he's an excellent actor outside of of uh, Lex Luthor. You know. Gene Hackman's just fun all around. I know, right? But uh, um, every uh, the 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 next Superman, the the current one, I forget his name. I'm blanking on it. Henry Cavill. There you go. He is better. As in more manly, more presence. I have that. I get it, and it's probably just the bias from me that he doesn't have the presence of Christopher Reeve. I I, I fully admit that's the bias, but he doesn't. It it seems to me that he doesn't have the uh, I don't know the uh, oh, how do I how do I say this the uh, gravity of his presence that he should yeah. have. No, I, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. The the whole, when, when he walks in a room, he, at this point in his life, when, when he's, he's had the hard knocks, he's had his dad dies and all that stuff. He's, he saved people over and over again. And, and uh, he's done all this stuff. He should have a competence of presence that he did not show in Man of Steel. Maybe he will. When he comes back, I well,
0: hope... He's going to have to come know. back from the dead, so I hope he pulls... Yeah, yes, yes something he
1: up. is going to come back from the dead. And if, if he comes back, like, like super focused, and when he walks in the room, like, no, like like the room feels heavier because he's in it, I will be happy. Super happy. Because that's how it felt like with, with Christopher uh, Reeve like when he walked in the room. I
0: know the Justice League film is still going to have... Even with that, it's going to have so many problems because you're going to be lacking... That camaraderie between Batman and Superman—that's always been so important to the Justice League, you know, balance.
1: Well, no, no, I, I, I believe that they, they will write either, you know, well or or poorly. The fact that uh, Superman comes back to life and then and then Batman says, "Dude, I am so," then
0: they're they're best buds now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's either going to be written really well, surprisingly well, and I'm going to go, okay, that was cool. But it's most likely going to be written just haphazardly and. Stupid. Hmm. Well, I'm but, betting but option the, B. Okay, but the result's going be, gonna, to gonna be the same. He's going to apologize. He's to go, man. I didn't see this. I'm so sorry. Uh, please forgive me. And they're they're going to, and then they're they're going to be best buds. Hmm. That's what's going to happen. Hmm.
0: Or they'll beat up the villain with the punching at the same time, and then like end up shaking hands, like at the beginning of the Batman sixty six, you know, with Batman yeah. and Robin. And it'll, uh, anyway. right. Anyway. But, yeah. I think we should wrap it up on that note. Okay. Because it is time to head off into that great horizon, my friends. For the time that the Legion of Myth has spent with you is coming to a close. Do you have any final words of wisdom, my friend?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I want you all to uh, write to uh, to DC and tell them, listen, man, stop toning down the colors. We're not asking you to enhance the colors. Just stop making everything black and white and we'll be happy.
0: Yeah, make a good film. All right. Thank you very much. If you have any constructive comments or suggestions, please let us know. Uh, you can find us on the internet at leishmyth.tv or .com. You can check out our Facebook page because we have Facebook. Facebook.com uh, slash Check out our YouTube channel. Lots of stuff going on there. New videos posted daily, so check that out. Uh, also check us out at Twitter at Leisha Myth on Twitch TV slash Leisha Myth. Uh, you can also check our website for the schedule of live streams. Those are fun to watch. You can download this podcast on iTunes. If you do, please give us a review. Five stars are always nice. Uh, also, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn, Lomcast, catch us on our actual website. Go down after there. If you want to support us here at Legion Myth, you can always get some Legion of gear and impress your friends at shop.spreadshirt.com slash Legion of Myth, or directly through Patreon at patreon.com slash Legion of Myth. And we thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. It's your support, that so lets us keep coming at you every single week. That the dog is the determination of everyone involved. So everyone, we appreciate listening in. Hope you had a good time. I had a good time if you didn't, so at least one of us is happy.
1: No, two of
0: us. I'm good, too. All right. So that's what matters. <laughs> but everything, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great Darn one Thank you very much.